welcome to Fangirl Fever, episode 52. Um, this episode, we're going to talk about the long-awaited Euphoria season two, just like everybody else. And we won't be explaining every episode in depth, but beware, there will be some spoilers. So if you haven't watched yet, this is your Why one. haven't you watched yet? That's yeah, that, that's your own problem. Slash, <laughs> maybe go watch it. But let's start with favorite post. All right. I feel like we haven't done this in so long. Um, so my favorite post of the week, I forget what day it was posted, but I saw on my TikTok for you page that a very lucky Tom Holland fan sat next to him on a plane. And I was like, oh my God, this is so deja vu to that one time when a fan sat next to Timothy. And I'm just like, how are y'all getting this lucky? I wouldn't even know what to do. Like, I don't talk to anybody on planes. Maybe I should get in the habit of talking to the people I sit next to on planes. So then when for practice, I sit next to somebody that's famous, I can just pretend that I do that all the time. But what's your favorite? That's post? crazy. Um, yeah. Mine is euphoria themed. Um, Noel Miller, a.k.a. probably one of my favorite YouTubers, I would say like him and a few others like switch spots depending on the vibe. But he posted as of like right now today. He has two Euphoria videos. One of them is like halfway through the season video review. And then he posted one a couple of days ago about um, the, sec- the end of the season. So um, I love him and I feel like he's very well-spoken. And I don't know. I would just recommend watching the video because he definitely brings a well-rounded opinion about Euphoria. Interesting. I saw it on my recommended yesterday, but I didn't watch it for some reason, so I'll probably check it out. Okay, well, like Noelle, we need to talk about Euphoria Season 2. Yes, so, we do. Um, I Where guess, do we even begin? Like, I guess to start, so we, need to, to... we need to share how we watched it, because it was okay. different. Like, yeah. if, you're a, if you're an active listener of Fangirl Fever, you probably know that Amy is a binge girl she likes to watch shows the only show that I won't binge is Succession because I just I need to know what happens so like I cannot wait in Succession but Euphoria like I saw a lot of spoilers on TikTok and Twitter but like when did it when did the show premiere like it was like January 7th yeah so like I picked up on like the major things but by the time I started watching I didn't really remember anyways so it, it was fine to me yeah, I think it I think it's interesting that both of us like I watched every week and I don't have mm-hmm. TikTok or Twitter where majority of the euphoria conversation goes on. Yeah, but you're I don't lucky. know. I was watching it like I guess majority of people do. Um so. all of my all my friends they watched it um weekly. So I was like the only one who like could that could not participate in euphoria discussions and I was just sitting back observing them and I'm just like by the time I get around to watch it, it's gonna be so satisfying. Yeah, it was, like, I feel like you and I normally talk about a lot of things because, Mm -hmm. I don't know, we just do, we're similar, but I couldn't talk about this with you because (laughs) you hadn't watched it, but I did have other people that watched it, so I could, and I watched it with my sister, so I had other people to talk about it with, plus I was like, I want to hear all the opinions on this episode, like, Mm -hmm. we're saving the goods for right now. Yeah, it's also fun because we get to, like, hear each other's thoughts during recording this episode, too, so. Yeah. Let's get into it. Okay, um, I don't even know how to, like, overview this season. I don't even mm-hmm. know if we should. Like, so much happened. Well, I feel like people listening to this episode probably already watched the yeah. show. So you know so, what happened. Yeah. Okay, so 
the season, let's just say it was wild. Um, For lack of a better word. Yeah. Um, then let's compare season one and season two. How do you think they compared in the, um, in the special episodes too? Okay, so I think the production-wise, it's pretty much the same. Um, I feel like one of the hot topics was about how like Sam Levinson, the director, or whoever like got Kodak to produce like th- this new film camera. Well, not new film camera, but like um, bring it back in stock or something. And that's why the shots were so like beautifully shot I don't know how else to describe it but that's like one probably the thing that stands out the most to me this season in terms of storyline and everything hands down season one is a lot better in my opinion yeah I okay I agree with the quality of the production I assume I don't really have any like I tried to research it but I didn't find anything I assume that season two had a higher budget just because, I have not like, heard anything about that. But I don't know. I just assume because it had more backing this time. Like, it was mm-hmm. kind of just a whim on the first season. Yeah. Um, I think it was of the same quality. Like, the acting is... The actors, majority of them were all there. Yeah. Still good. Like, like literally Zendaya. Mm-hmm. And the makeup hair all looked good outfits were good I feel like um they did a lot more emphasis on makeup and outfit this season like you know obviously last season it was pretty like iconic too but they were a lot more detailed this season I saw like a lot of TikTok showing behind the scenes of the makeup artists and how each of the um leads had like their own little binder of like makeup looks and stuff like that Mm -hmm. yeah I think overall like the production and creative side of it was very much the same and mm-hmm. whether or not it was the same amount of money they were able to spend I feel like they they didn't go down in quality with that but I do mm-hmm. think like I don't know euphoria was a little also I feel like a lot of people will probably agree with this but the nudity extremely excessive like they Sam did not need to include all that especially like the first episode how graphic it was I mm, People warned me and I was not ready for that. I thought that people were being dramatic, but I'm just like, oh my goodness. I, I can't really remember all the nudity scenes that were in uh-huh. season two, but I don't know. Like the last three episodes had zero nudity, yeah. which was nice. And, and they know. were amazing episodes. Yeah. But like, I don't really remember any specific scene in season two that was super overwhelming. But I just feel like, I mean, you for the season one had that one like, locker room scene which was so I don't even remember that scene. much like Nate walking through the locker room oh, oh okay like yeah, that yeah. was a lot I mean I guess the episode with Cal at the beginning was a lot of nudity but I don't know yeah I feel like it definitely comes with the HBO territory and like it's, it's euphoria yeah. so nothing's off limits okay so off the top of my head what I remember from season two um in episode one when Fez's grandma goes to like kill the Oh, that! Oh, that was such a weird beginning. Like I know. Whoa. And then, um, when Fez and the whole gang they went to Lori's house and they made them strip naked. Oh yeah, that that was that. I felt like was more funny, but it it was funny. Was. But I'm just like they don't. It was that really necessary? It was kind of long. I feel like they kind of like supplemented for the fact that the last few episodes had zero nudity they were like we need to have every single like (laughs) chance to have nudity where it makes kind of a bit of sense in these few episodes because at the end there's none but i don't know um i i don't so much nudity i don't recall any like specific scenes that were super 
captivating from season two but i think overall like the shots were just really really cool and like the Mm -hmm. first episode was really cool when it showed like the new year's shots where it was like them zooming up really slowly i i think that was probably one of my favorite shots from like the entire euphoria um universe yeah So, so so gorgeous like um i think in season one the most I don't know, shocking or cool shots to see were the hallway scene where the hallway like spins. Mm-hmm. That yeah. one's like crazy. If you've ever seen the behind the scenes, it's wild. Yeah. And the carnival episode. Like I, I actually think there's no piece of like film TV that will ever reach the level of that carnival episode because it captures euphoria so well in one episode. And it's mm-hmm. amazing. The carnival is just so, so iconic. Like even on TikTok, with the season two like trending audios and stuff I still hear people referencing the carousel scene and the songs from that episode yeah like that episode was crazy the Maddie part the mm-hmm. carousel the Cassie part yeah like it was, it was just, just everything it was yeah. and the shots of where it was like them walking and oh love it love mm-hmm. it um that's all about the production I think I mean Overall, I think it kind of seems like it was the exact same, which is good. That mm-hmm. didn't yeah. go down, like, on my block with their wigs and bald caps. Oh, my God. That was... <sighs> we don't talk about on my block anymore. I'm over it. I am so upset about that show, but I'll I'll move on. So, I guess the second section of the produ- er, uh, this show that I wrote down was the storyline. Okay, I guess the short explanation of mine is i think the storyline has good parts but is overall weak okay and to elaborate on that a lot of people say oh my god sam levinson's writing is so bad but i don't completely agree or disagree with this because initially when i think of writing obviously includes the storyline the r character development blah blah Mm -hmm. blah but if we're talking scene by scene lines there's nothing super notable about them, but mm-hmm. I do think that the writing scene by scene is good. Like, I, I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's Phenomenal. super special, but, like, yeah. it's good. It gets by and also helps that he has, like, amazing actors. So, yeah. But I do definitely see um, where I guess other people are coming from. The, the arc of the story is a little weird. Mm-hmm. I wrote down that I think it feels like Sam Levinson started a story. Like, if you've ever tried to write a story as a kid and you just keep writing and writing and writing and writing and writing and you have no plans, there's no, like, climax Definitive or ending, end. That it kind of feels like that's what Sam Levinson's doing. He's like, okay, and then I'm going to have this character do this and then this do this and I also want to highlight this. And it's like, but where's the end goal? So we all know that cat was written off the show sadly yeah. if you didn't know that sorry to be the bearer of bad news but it kind of annoys me that she was written a lot off so deliberately like there was literally no easing her off of the show Mm-mm. which i know there isn't very much time in the time they're given but still it was very annoying because it's it's kind of disappointing as a viewer to be so invested in certain characters and then for one character who was labeled so important and highlighted so much in season one to literally have 10 minutes of screen time the next season because it make it kind of makes it feel like 
any character could be disposable at this point. Because they highlighted Kat so much, she literally had her own episodes, so many scenes, and then all of a sudden she had nothing. Which I know, obviously, there's background things that happens in TV a lot, but uh, it just annoys me because what makes you think he won't do that with Rue or Maddie or any other character? And yeah. then it's like, why am I even watching this? If he if he could write off any character at any moment, if there's no point to any of this, it's just frustrating as a viewer. Mm, um, that reminded me... People were talking about how you, I think it was the Euphoria Instagram account that posted behind the scenes photo. There was one of Barbie who plays Cat, like um, doing like a little scene with a car or something. And people were just saying that we were robbed of that scene. It was probably a pretty good one between her character and Ethan too. And mm-hmm. I'm mad because all I can think about in her scenes are episode one, the party, um, all the girls in the bathroom, her basically breaking up with Ethan at the restaurant and her at the play that's all I can think of at the top of my head yeah nothing oh and that one part where she was having her little like fantasy moment yeah which was so that was place I was not expecting that scene either I'm just like uh, Sam what are you doing like I definitely see the vision it's just like he put way too much on his plate and mm-hmm. you don't have an it's a it's a one season eight episodes which is smaller than normal but still like and apparently he's the only writer. So going back to your point of the writing not being bad, like I think compared to most shows, it's pretty, I don't want to say, I don't have much to complain about, but I feel like the show overall would just be a lot more enjoyable if he actually had other writers with him, like giving him other yeah. perspectives. I mean, usually like, it's like a whole room. Literally, people, like why so. is he gatekeeping? He is gatekeeping. He's like, this is mine but no babes it's just i don't know i don't feel like the whole thing is bad i just it kind of makes me worried for what's going to happen in the future because it's like if you're just going to write off characters that once were important what's the point of this now and it's just going Mm -hmm. nowhere and everybody's gonna is everybody just gonna die is somebody gonna wake up and say this is all a dream because that's the worst story imagination yeah i hate that i feel like rue's gonna wake up and be like and that's what I saw right before I died. And I didn't die. And then I'm going to be like, we <laughs> all watched this for that. We were so invested all for it to just be a dream. Yeah. A vision. Um, yeah. And also, I feel like the whole Maddie, Cassie, Nathan just dragged on way too long. I feel, yeah, um, I agree. I feel like it like, dragged on like, in the wrong ways. Yeah. Like the two biggest plots i guess of the season was their little love triangle fiasco whatever and rue with her addiction obviously and i just feel like cut cut the love triangle thing down and like give us more character development from other characters yeah i also feel like sometimes the show so heavily focuses on certain characters like for example the episode that was all about her i think it was like episode six amazing Mm -hmm. episode but once that ended, you go to episode seven, which is like Lexi's point of view, all this yeah. like high school stuff. So you go from something super serious to like something kind of, I guess, juvenile and like not as important. But then I see Fez and I see Ethan and I see Kat and Maddie and I'm like, wait, I totally forgot about them because they so hyper focus on one character. And it's like, wait, what were they doing this whole time? And, like, Cal ran away a couple episodes ago. Where is he? And then they just see him at the end of the last yeah. episode. It's like, 
Where where has he been? It's just I don't know. It just feels. I I definitely think if he had a team, it would be better because I see his vision. I really do. He's just not executing it well on his own. Yeah. Um. Which also kind of reminds me, like I wish they introduced BB. Like she was, she just randomly yes. like, came out of nowhere. She had like, less screen time this season than last season. And last I don't season, even everybody remember was like, everybody her from was the like, first season. Well, the I feel like the first season she was. Um, I can't remember the one thing she said. I just feel like she was in frequently. She was in her parts are always small, but she's in it more frequently in season one. Gotcha. Like I literally don't remember her at all from season one, so I thought she was a new character. Season two, yeah. And I was like, who is this? And I remember everybody loved her after season one, and then she got less in season two. Okay, what were your thoughts on the writing? Did you have anything else to say about um, it? Um. Oh yes. So going back to like the whole HBO territory thing, um, and the way that the characters like talk to each other and just talk in general, I think their dialogue is a lot more realistic compared to shows like Never Have I Ever, um, Sex Lives of College Girls, um, On My Block, like all that is like kind of cringy and Euphoria is like, I get like, it's also the, the way that it's filmed as well, but I just appreciate that the dialogue is a lot more um, relatable, I guess. Yeah, I also think it's a large part of the actors being like so phenomenal because if you have a really really good script and really poor actors like it's just gonna turn out bad I think some of the scenes were also improvised too because I saw TikToks of I don't know how people like get the script but like they have they have a picture of the script and then the audio of what they actually said in the show and what they say in the show is actually better than what's on the script so yeah shout out to the actors I definitely yeah that definitely comes with experience of being so good and they can just like kind of switch it up to make it sound more natural but I do in general think that I don't know the way that the characters are portrayed and the lines are quite accurate Mm -hmm. I mean I'm sure there there are like some certain parts that are like awkward but I other than like Elliot's song I don't think there's anything (laughs) I can point out but even then it's like that could have been shot better and it wouldn't have been as awkward yeah or not as long (laughs) hee hee I think I genuinely think they did Dominic Fike so dirty with that because his one condition was definitely to be like, I want to sing. And they were like, okay. How did he even get like scouted for Euphoria? I don't know. Like, did he audition? Where did that band come from? Because apparently Key and Lolly auditioned for for the role of Elliot too. And thank God he didn't get it because I am gatekeeping Kian. Well, he's not like big, big, but if you're in the YouTube space, you obviously know who he is probably. So, yeah. Yeah. I just felt, I, I don't know. I feel like his character was extremely random, but I still liked him. Like it just, it didn't feel like anything was planned. Like when I think of a good show, I literally think of Succession. Same. Like it's so much craziness and like hyper. But at least things are resolved. Things are resolved and like, I don't know. It just feels like things were more planned. Like you can have a yeah. wild, crazy show with these insane personalities, but you can also reel it all in to have a conclusion. Yeah, like succession finales are so good. Like I feel because like even though it's not maybe like what I want to happen, I feel content. You there's some it, type of closure and like yeah. you're kind of like what could happen, but in a good way. Like Euphoria, when I think about it, I'm like I literally don't know what could happen. Mm-hmm. and it 
could be bad. So yeah. yeah. Speaking of finales, let's talk about the finale real quick. So okay. your thoughts, your thoughts. Okay. I guess the overall stuff that happened was like Cassie freaking out at Lexi. Mm-hmm. Um, Ash dying. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, Rue and Jules kind of, I guess Rue like resolving some things or like yeah. realizing that she has to resolve problems. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Rue was portrayed very well, like her and Jules like kind of evolving as mm-hmm. whatever they'll be in the future. Definitely think the Dominic Fike scene could have been better. I think shot better. Like if it was less of like just shots of him playing his guitar and maybe his song playing in the back and showing montages of something or I don't know it could have been better for a show like Euphoria it could have been yeah it been more artistic but whatever um Cassie I loved I loved Lexi's episode by the way but Lexi's our girl she is our girl she's us but we are her um what was I gonna say uh I loved how Lexi resolved it all and said the quote that fez told her like sometimes some people need to get their feelings hurt like cassie had to get her feelings hurt she was off the rails she was being too wild too annoying and somebody had to call her out yeah and then ash dying like as sad as it was like i am not ready i'm not ready to take on the the pain that fez is gonna have there's probably season three is probably gonna have a funeral episode yeah but I really do like think the that premiere. I think that Ash dying is probably for the better of everybody because he literally killed two people without controlling himself. <laughs> and he's only like 12 or 13. Yeah. So he probably would have continued to do that his whole life and it would have been trouble. So it's sad, but I don't know. I think it's better than yeah. dying later um for me before i started the finale i was like there's no way everything that's happened this season is gonna be wrapped up in an hour and like 10 minutes or something um i agree with everything you've said so far the only other thing that i want to add is like the very last scene when she's like walking out or whatever i saw something on twitter saying it looked like she was walking off set like she was done with the day of work like that scene just felt so unnatural and if you compare that scene to the finale of season one, like the whole performance thing, like that was iconic. Why the season two finale did not live up to that whatsoever. Yeah, that is, yeah. I honestly feel like they maybe should have continued that church scene, I guess. The uh-huh. scene that Rue uh-huh. was like seeing. Because yeah. essentially it's it's told from Rue's point of view, I think. And the last season ended with some, like, crazy choreographed thing, which would have been... Like, the episode genuinely did not feel like a season finale to me. Yeah, it needed... I don't know. I feel like there's no consistency with Euphoria, like, ever. You are unsafe. You don't know what Mm -hmm. to expect. Anybody can be gone at any second. Hopefully, season three gives us answers, more answers than questions and also like did Lori like what happened with the whole Lori thing I don't know dude and did that was such a big part did we ever learn about why Fez like went robbed that guy's house mouse no not mouse he like broke into somebody's house at the end of the first season oh I don't know also like did they ever show mouse on screen because I don't know 
I I was really confused about the mouse thing. I mean, he's dead. So yeah, we saw like the flashback of Ash hitting him, and then he was dead. Oh, okay, that's mouse. <laughs> I see. My attention span is too short. I don't remember these details. Okay, and that's why I have to binge it all, and <laughs> we have to record and then record the immediately right, after, right after, or else I'm gonna forget everything. Okay, next question or next thing I guess is, has your opinion of Euphoria changed? Mm, I feel like this is a loaded question. Changed in what way? I don't know. Like overall, quality. Like when you okay, I guess I'll answer first because maybe this okay. will help you. So I say yes. But it's not necessarily for the bad. I just feel like it, if you separate the two, like obviously they have the same character, same storyline. Mm-hmm. They have such different vibes to me. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, but like there were so many iconic things in Euphoria season one and the feeling of like watching it and having no idea what was going to happen next. I don't know. Kind of a vibe. Kind of miss that era, but I don't know. It's just interesting to see the two because they are so different. Like, Jewel's outfits are so different. Yeah. Jewel's hair is so different. Like, she's the one character I think really changed. But I don't know. I just feel like when I think of season one and season two, they're so different. So I think they changed, but not for the worst. I guess they just changed, like, by the looks. Okay. I'm going to answer this in a different-ish way. So when thinking about my all-time favorite shows, Euphoria would not even come close anywhere. I watch it because sexy cast, not going to lie. And also because it's everyone is talking about it and I want to be part of the conversation. So I'm going to watch Euphoria too. Exactly. Um, Like we mentioned early in the beginning, like production-wise, the quality is pretty much the same, which I think is really important in keeping your audience or like growing it too um I don't know I feel like I didn't answer this question very good but short answer no my opinion on the show has not changed I guess okay so we have opposing views I guess another thing that I would say would be when I think of Euphoria specifically season one I think of like I wasn't I watched Euphoria like a little bit after it came out I didn't watch it when it came out yeah me too but I so I don't remember the discourse online. I don't know mm-hmm. what it was like, but Euphoria literally be- has become its own aesthetic because of season one. And I just kind of separate that from season two because when I think of season one, maybe it's because I wasn't there for the online discourse. I also really wasn't there for the season two online discourse, but I've heard about it. Mm-hmm. But I just think of Euphoria season one was like a cultural reset, I guess, for lack of a better word, like pop culture. I also moment. think it's because there wasn't a show like that at this what, the time that it premiered. Yeah, like it was so different and new and it was literally Euphoria. And then now it, when I think of season two, it's also it literally ended a week ago. Um, I think of everybody talking about it and just t- discussing it less of it being like a visual thing and more of a film thing i don't know one thing that i will like give lots of props to for like hbo slash euphoria team is um they did kind of bring back 
like normalizing weekly TV schedules. Like I remember premiere night, people were just like, we only have one episode. And then people were like, this is not Netflix, like episodes drop weekly. So you're going to have to wait until February to get the finale. And people were so upset about that. But I'm just like, this is why I binge people. I actually really do like the the weekly episodes because one, it gives me something to look forward to. And two, I just I just can't always like watch something all at once. Like it has to be really, 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 really good. Mm-hmm. And like even recently, I can't tell you the last show I finished other than Euphoria and Succession because I just can't. <laughs> it gets kind of boring and it's like so much at once. So I, I really so do like the weekly release. I think that should be more normal, especially because it's like kind of the same vibe as, oh no, the, the past where you'd record things or you'd wait yeah. for something to show every week, which is kind of fun. I don't think I, I'll ever be able to be like that, except for success, Succession, because that show is just, I we need to have a su- Succession episode. We do. Soon. I also just really like... um sink letting the episode sink in and thinking about it and actually talking to like my sister or my friends about it mm-hmm. because it's something to talk about that's not like it is a show that's I don't know it's not the most deep show in the world I mean it does touch heavy topics but yeah. it's like some conversation to have which I think is fun and adds to my life agreed okay so I did listen to our episode 14 that we did on you last year i skimmed through it because it was kind of weird to listen to but why was it weird i don't know it was like kind of short and it was weird listening to us (laughs) but um we did have a couple of season two predictions the main Uh literally they were kind they were kind of lame not to hit on past us but yeah the main one that i got was that we both hope that rue would get sober and we were right yeah so that was the one that we predicted anything else uh we wanted to see more ethan and kat didn't get it Boo! that's all i can remember so oh my god ethan was such a gem dude we need theater kid ethan like forever (laughs) oh my god this should have been my favorite post of the week but um one of my friends sent me ethan is the timothy chalamet of euphoria high (laughs) He literally is. Like, that would be Timmy if he... They that was literally friends. Timothy at LaGuardia. LaGuardia. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Like, um, that was him. I, when, I, when we first were doing this out, and I was like, I do not remember any of my season two predictions. And then when I was doing my notes, I was like, oh, I think I did predict. I don't know if I mentioned it in the episode, but I did have a thought that Rue by Girl in Red might somehow be in the show. Mm-hmm. Wrong, 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 wrong. Wrong wrong yeah i do love that song though so okay yeah so what about season three predictions what do we think oh, i literally don't know all i, do I is, all i hope is that fez doesn't die i hope we get a little bit more lexi and fez because they literally let us on oh my god in go. the last episode with their little montage and um little house in the prairie thing oh my god that was so cute i was literally pain i Pain. Something bad's gonna happen. Something bad's gonna happen. Like, why can't Lexi have anything? I know. First, she gotta deal with her psycho sister, and then the love of her life doesn't show up to the plan. She saved him the best seat in the house. 
so foul. That's for Lexi. Um, I don't really know. I think that I, I really just want to get like a clearer idea of what the point of view is. Because there's been no explicit statement or like movement that kind of shows who the narrator is. Like it is in mm-hmm. general Rue, but she's not necessarily the most reliable narrator. And sometimes it yep. changes. Like we literally saw multiple episodes of Lexi telling her point of view. Mm-hmm. But it's also just like, uh, I, I feel like that's, if if that's the next season is like, who is telling this story, maybe it'll all make sense and maybe it'll be genius and maybe we'll all love it. But if not, then I don't know. <laughs> I genuinely hope season three is the last season because I just want them to end on a good note before like, the show gets too messy i agree i wrote down that i wrote down that i think on average good shows are about three seasons i'd say three to four seasons depending on the length three to five i feel like most shows that are like really long like 10 plus seasons i feel like it really stops getting good after season five maybe yeah i think it it has to be really really strong to go past like three Mm -hmm. I would say personally three to four seasons yet I still be watching Grey's Anatomy okay but I'm loyal that's a different category of show like I don't know those like so no no, I know kind of what you mean because they can introduce new characters and it'll be totally fine they can like write characters off and the story still makes sense yeah because it's more like like when I think of, I think of like criminal minds it's like obviously yeah. we know about all the characters but like the main core of every episode is like a crime and how all these people help it so yes, like it's something yes. happening and how all of them help it and then sometimes it has little like things yeah but it. like but, the coming of age teen type shows you need to wrap it up yeah they do because it's gonna I it's just gonna get bad if they don't like wrap it up and maybe do like um what should we call it a spinoff with like different characters or like I don't their, even need a spinoff their extended family or whatever like I just get so invested in fictional characters that I like spinoffs well not that I like spinoffs but they have to be done very well yeah I also think like season two okay so season one came out 2019 2022 season two just came out Mm-hmm. 2024 season three if it goes any past season three it'll be 2026 it, they're literally and by going then it's to have seven children. years since the debut of the show and they're yeah. still juniors in high it school makes no sense babes no we need to cut it off mm-hmm. also i think we're kind of leading up to like the graduation of maddie because like she was talking to her that lady the rich lady yeah yeah oh like, i also i'm I gonna really escape liked, i really liked her I did too. Yeah. I was watching 500 Days of Summer yesterday and she's in the movie. <gasps> really? She's Autumn at the end. Oh my god. Makes so much sense. Yeah, but she's a girl boss. I liked that lady. Yeah. Me she's too. she rocks. I just kinda, when she gifted uh, Maddie the dress, that was so sweet. I know. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, Maddie was being watched, but like we need like, a Maddie spin-off. You know how they made Sharpay's Fabulous Adventure? We yeah. need Maddie's Fabulous Adventure. <laughs> love that she's gonna slay okay um let's talk about our favorites starting with characters easy lexi okay i wrote down the the three main characters that i wrote down fez lexi and maddie Mm-hmm. But I feel like Fez is like the overall fave. Like if anybody watches the show, he's definitely they don't like Fez. Definitely like they the are favorite this season. Yeah. 
Um, um Fez, yeah, love Lexi. him. But Lexi, yes. And mm-hmm. then I just love Maddie. Like, she's just a cool girl. How she do you is. not like her? Yeah. She, okay. she, she, she's been going through it. She really has. Like, it didn't really, sh- it kind of just showed her always, like, being mean. And, but she, she's valid for being mean. Yeah. Okay. I wrote down a bunch of minor characters that I love. Who did you? So, love? okay. In a in the weirdest way ever, and also in the Euphoria episode that we did last year, I said I hated this character, Cal. Okay. I I mean, obviously he's still a horrible person, but I definitely think they they made him feel more human in this season, with like his background and him kind of going off the rails. Like he's horrible, mm-hmm. yes, but I see where he's coming from, kind of, and he is funny. He is. You should watch so, Grey's Anatomy for sure. He's amazing in there. I don't know. Like, he's not my favorite character. I just, I don't know. I feel, I feel like he feels a lot more likable in this season. They made him a straight up. The peeing the scene season. was hilarious. That I'm scene. So sorry, but I, <laughs> I was too like, funny. what was Sam on when he wrote that? I, the, the composure that all those actors and like, can't like crew had to have to film that. <gasps> Wow, talent at its finest. Okay, a few others that I liked were Faye, Icon. She's so funny. She's so Her voice too. sounds exactly like Sydney Carlson's voice. Oh my god, I never thought yeah. about that. She was a real one in the finale. Like, yeah, that was. I was she like, had, she had a plan. Yes, she had a plan, and Ash just like freaked out. Like, if she went with the plan, if they gaslit whatever that guy's name was, um, they could have done it. Like, they could have pranked him. Yeah, for sure. I hate that guy. Um, Suze. Yep. Lexi and Cassie's mom, like, literally so funny. She's hilarious. She needs an exorcism. <laughs> that was iconic. Ethan, Ethan, of course, theater kid boy, and Bobby, who's Lexi's uh, stage sister yes Bobby was really cute she's so like her voice is so cute and like her outfits and her hair like yes love her good list my answer is just straight up Lexi honorable mentions probably Suze and Ethan because they're just oh. when Ethan just was playing Suze and then Suze like hugged him and was like yes that's me that was the best part of the play agreed like Ethan being every single character in the play nothing funny oh my god and that's why like at the restaurant he told Kat that they had to cancel rehearsal because he literally carried the play that is so foul for that like he was literally the main such boy. a mi- such a minor detail but like whoever caught that y'all are geniuses yeah also wait what was I gonna bring up oh yeah um before the finale they you know they've been posting like behind the scenes like throughout the week and whatnot and mm-hmm. there's that one with all, like the euphoria girls sleepover and People thought that they saw Zendaya and Tom in the back. And there was some interview about how they tried to, Zendaya wanted Tom to have a cameo in Euphoria and they slipped him in the audience. Yeah. But people were saying he should have done that football locker scene with Ethan. Yeah. That would have been crazy. If y'all watched that, you, the, the Euphoria performance, the umbrella performance that he did on so the, what it is it? It gives the same energy. Karaoke battle Whatever. or something like that. Yeah. He would have ate that performance up yeah he literally like him and ethan yes yeah best yes theater kings and timothy come on come on 
Holly Trinity right there. Um, okay. What were your favorite scenes? Because um, I have a few. Let me look at my notes. Okay, you go first while I find my notes. Okay, so the first one I think of is the Fez and Cal scene when Cal, like, comes over to their house and oh, Ash yeah. is hitting him in the head with the gun. Like, it was a lot of blood, but it was so funny when Fez is like, what disc? I don't know why you're here, man. I'm confused. It, and they kept calling Jules Jewel. Jewel. Like, yeah, too I know funny. your name. I know your name, Jewel. And Jules is like, it's literally Jules. He calls her Jewel. Love it. Okay. Um, all the Fez and Lexi scenes, like them on the phone, them mm-hmm. hanging out watching the movie, and then the party scenes are my fave when they're just talking and like yeah. getting to know each other. I think that their first scene together, that was just so wholesome. I know, and he's, he's like, like, how do you know all this? was the best part of my year. My, her, oh his my year. His entire year. Uh, love them. Okay. okay. Um, and then Rue and Fez in the kitchen because I just love Rue and Fez's dynamic. Like, they will say anything and like put each other in their place. Like, yeah, Rue will say something extremely stupid and Fez will be like, no, no, literally family. And then um, Rue looking crazed, wearing that blazer, carrying around that suitcase. Oh my god, that was <laughs> so funny. Like, okay, she was just, carrying yeah. around that suitcase looking so suspicious, and nobody stopped her. Nobody bat an eye at her. No like, one. She looked actually crazed. Like, her eyes, she looked psycho. But Slay. Yeah. Slay Zendaya. Okay, now that you reminded me, that's probably one of my favorite scenes. I also liked that scene where Gia asked if she could sleep with Rue that night. That was very mm-hmm. touching. I teared up a little bit. I really loved episode four when it was um, Maddie's birthday. Like, just that, the whole party fiasco, Cassie throwing up in the hot tub, Um, her, like, walking down the stairs in her hot pink bikini and, like, Kat looking at her. That I I just knew it was going to get messy. Um, And I really loved the episode with young Cal, Derek, and Marsha. They are so cute. Yes. I, I, they should make a spinoff of young Cal. That's what people were saying. Like, I would watch that. Yeah, I did feel like the episode was, well, not the, the whole episode, but the part showing Young Cal was a little dragged, dragged on a little bit long, but it was kind of refreshing to see like newer actors too. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it was Young Cal or Derek, but one of them is going to be on the Pretty Little Liar spinoff, which is going to be on HBO. So definitely going to watch that. What you said about Gia, I wish Gia had more screen time because she Same. is such an amazing actress. And her their mom too, Leslie, like yeah, killed it. And I love that Ali was like paying such specific attention to Gia because like she clearly needs it. And mm-hmm. just the scenes between like like the one in the bed where Rue was like, I don't even know what's going on in your life. And Gia was like, Okay, I'll tell you when you get back from rehab. Because it's mm-hmm. like Obviously, chills. she probably I'm getting wants, chills right now as you're talking about she it. She probably wants to tell Rue because that's her sister, duh. Yeah. But like, it's kind of a reward for Rue to go through rehab and have this thing that she's waiting for at home to like hear about an experience from her sister, which is like really mm-hmm. nice. And then I also, as hard as it was, like the scene between her mom and Rue or it Leslie felt and Rue, so real. where she was like, "I would rather save one kid than." have both gone yeah like that part it's it's heartbreaking to hear but it's actually true like why would yeah. she 
she wants to at least save one if she can, which was like amazing acting. And I think I think Zendaya will definitely get nominated for the episode six, I think it was. And I think her mom should get nominated too for like yeah. supporting actress because I that think was that was crazy. my least favorite episode only because it was hard to watch. Yeah, but that was that's a good thing because they really acted their butts off to make me like not to make me have a hard time watching that. You know. Yeah, so. and like the fact that like I was watching um, I think it was on the TMG podcast, but Noel was talking about the episode and how he had actually met the woman who plays Leslie in real life like a few years ago mm-hmm. before she was in Euphoria, but. He was saying how crazy it was, how she was having to go through, like, this such intense scene. And then at the end, she had to sell, t- tell Jules, like, sorry, baby. Like, she's had to be a mom and, like, say, I'm yeah. sorry. We just got to get through this. And that was just, like, crazy. Mm-hmm. And I also loved how in the episode, in the middle of it, obviously, Rue was, like, crazed and going through it. But in the middle of it, when she goes to Lexi's house, and it's kind of funny where she exposes Cassie. Like, it adds a little bit of, like... I don't know, yeah. more lighthearted vibes to that episode where they're all upset and Cassie is, like, crying. Because mm-hmm. Cassie deserves to be called out because she's a freak. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> um, And then favorite episode overall. Okay, I think Lexi's play, which was episode seven, like, the beginning of Lexi's yeah. play, was definitely my favorite just because there were so many quotes in there that Lexi said that I was like, <sighs> She gets you. us. Like Sam Levinson might be in my brain there, right now. There is no way he wrote that one quote that we love so much. Yeah, like, it was like, I feel like I spent my whole life in my imagination. I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, how did me, he do that? How did he do that? But um, I love that episode. And I think the overall, I guess, most euphoria episode would be the party episode, episode one. Mm-hmm. Where it just captures, like, the chaos of Euphoria so well, but not too much. Like, it was similar yeah. to the Carnival episode where there's so many characters and so much going on. But they're all in this one place, like, partying it up. And it was just chef's yeah. kiss. And then I think definitely not a favorite was episode six about Rue. I just think it was really, Very really heavy. great acting and yeah. honestly great writing. So what about you? um episode seven for sure and whatever I think it was four or five um Maddie's birthday episode just because I think the outfits were so cute uh-huh. and Nate giving her the necklace he was being so toxic but he's so whatever like, uh, that man's yeah um yeah this season I mean there was a lot of good parts I just feel like overall yeah. it's like there were good parts, but like not nothing too iconic, I don't think. Yeah. Agreed. Like there's so many iconic quotes. Except maybe um Cassie and Maddie fighting in like the last episode and Cassie's head slams into a wall. Yeah. I think everybody loved that. Yeah. Um, and then the only other thing that I really would add is they had so much potential to use the watercolor eyes, the song that Lana did for Euphoria. Like, why are you just slapping it into the credits? Like, people really don't watch. Do you watch, like, the little interview things that they do at the end? No, I didn't. Yeah, I don't either. And, like, when the show, I don't even watch any of the credits, but um, 
I know. The episode ended and I was like waiting for the song the whole time. It's literally a specific Euphoria song. Yeah, it's so Euphoria vibes. Like when they when they did the song with Billy last year, Mm -hmm. it was in the episode. Yeah. It wasn't at the credits. Made me real mad, but that's all I would add. Yeah, that was like so stupid. It kind of seemed like they just made it like after the fact. Like, y'all got a Lana song and you're fumbling the bag. I know. An original Lana song. Mm-hmm. Funs. Okay. I guess that's all. Um, yeah. Actually, I kind of came up with this idea where we review and rate uh, things we watch. Kind of similar to Letterboxd. It's like the fangirl fever version of that. We'll have to come up with the cool Yeah, we'll come it. up with a name, but give us suggestions um the review it's review like we review something in one to two sentences and then rate it one to five stars so take it away no i need to hear yours first because i still don't know my short review okay i have my rating but not my review okay so my short review is sam levinson got lost in the sauce and my ranking is three stars Okay, I was not expecting your review to be like that. I think mine is going to be more like just two words, wild and chaotic. That's all I can say about it. Okay, I honestly um, like that because like put it in quotes like wild and chaotic. Sam yeah. Levinson got lost in the sauce. Oh my God, that's perfect. Let me I'll yeah. add that to um our cover. cover thing. Yeah, okay. My ranking, I, I had to like, I left this part blank for a while and I really had to think about it. And it's only because I'm comparing it to season one, which I think is a lot better, as I said earlier. So I'm going to rate season two a 3.75. Oh, dang. Yeah. Okay. I would say, yeah, because we're definitely doing point whatever. It's like we need to. Mm-hmm. I would say 2.5 to 3, depending on like the vibe. Really? I thought I yours think, was going to be higher than mine. When I think of season one, like season one's a four. A four season, or like season one is like 4.25. Yeah, me. I would say four to 4.25, maybe a little bit higher from feeling generous. Yeah. But like season three, I mean, there's very good parts, but overall it just is like messy. Yeah. Messy, messy, messy. Wow. Um, well, that's all for you for you. Yeah. That was, I mean, we kind of ended this segment like that the season ended like random. Yeah. Deal with it. So moving on to New Music Friday, which is also we have I feel like we haven't done this in forever. So we'll just talk about any of our favorite releases from February since I don't remember the last time we did this. So I actually put down one, two, three, four, five, six, because I feel like we might have some overlap since we're doing like a whole month of releases. So you go first. Okay, let me check my notification thing just so I don't forget anything um honestly this is gonna sound weird and wild and crazy but i don't feel Ooh. like i've been listening to that much music recently uh, is there a reason why um i've been trying to stay off my phone uh another reason is my i i mainly listen to music in the car and my mm-hmm. car your car's died dead. and it was slowly oh, dying so i was spending less and less time in it so then my music just like went down so yeah okay what she's all i want to be by tate mcrae mm-hmm. beast i love the artwork and then 
Where did it go? Role model. If Jesus saves, she's my type. Yes. Yes. That's all, honestly. That's all? Okay. So I guess I'll just share the other ones that I added. So in addition to those, because those were literally my top two favorites of February. Number three would be Debbie Downer, Lolo Pete, Maggie Lindemann, also the music video. I know you think it's cringe, but I just think it's so fun. It reminds me of like Avril Lavigne. Um, and then Celebrity Skin, Doja Cat covered. It was, I was oh, yes. my jaw dropped. When I listened to it, I was just like, she needs to make more music like this. Um, Little League by Wallace. I love Wallace. I feel like this song is a little bit different to what she's put out before. So I was really excited for this. Oh my God, I put Debbie Downer two times. I'm crazy. But yeah, those were all my favorites. I mean, Debbie Downer, like, I first heard it and I was like, yes. And then I listened to it more and more and I was like, what is this? Honey? I think it's so cute and fun. Not so oh, nice or anything. I guess another thing that I never mentioned. Caprice, Capri songs, Capra songs uh-huh. by FK uh-huh. Twigs. I've been listening to it recently. Came out in January. Very good. It's more of like an experience because it has a lot of interludes and talking and stuff. But there's certain yeah. songs that I'm like, yes, very good, very good. I'll add that to the queue. And the artwork um, is like really pretty. All right. Um, shout out. I guess I'll go first. I finally have a shout out prepared um so it's a small business called the literary loft and it's basically just subtle book inspired art posters and prints and I went through some of the highlights and some of my favorite ones that they've made are for Daisy Jones and the Six Normal People and It Ends With Us which I've read all three of those books and when I saw what she made inspired by those books I was like amazing I need these she's so talented I feel like this is such like a you have to be very, very, very smart to right? be able to adapt a book into like a piece of art that Genius. somebody would be able to understand if they it's read so it. It's so beautiful. And like, I like that all the prints are like different styles, but you mm-hmm. can still kind of tell it's from the same artist. Yeah, these are pretty. There's so many books. Like, did she read all these books? I feel like she has to in she order to, to be able yeah. to like capture the essence of it. Yeah, that's crazy. Okay, mine is, again, Euphoria-themed. So at the end of, like, a lot of Euphoria episodes, they have, like, resources, blah, blah, blah. But I actually looked at the website, and it's hbo.com slash euphoria slash resources. And it has, like, a lot of different resources on it. So definitely would recommend checking that out. I'm not sure. I mean, there's so many. Like, you could probably volunteer, donate to any of them that you wish or just look at them and be aware because that's cool and that's all for me okay um thanks for listening this went on way 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 too long um but our next episode which comes out march 21st is gonna be gracie theme slash this is what it feels like tour concert experience with a very special guest so you guys don't want to miss that episode and we'll see you next time bye Bye. Oh, 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 oh,